When wars and rumours of wars hit the headlines, Christians will often proclaim, this must be the end. And often they will point to Mark chapter 13 as proof. Yet in this chapter, Jesus says something quite different. Mark chapter 13, verse 7, When you hear of wars and rumours of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. When nations rise against nations, people declare, these must be the last days. Um, And of course they're right. Yet the last days describe the whole period from Christ's first to his second coming. The last days have been going on for 2,000 years now. When we see international breakdown, what should we conclude? Jesus says, these are the beginnings of birth pains. Such events might be painful, excruciatingly painful, but they are a pain that leads to new life. These signs are not death throes, but birth pains. In one sense, they represent an ending, but far more, they are the ending that births a new beginning. Back in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus spoke of the signs of the times, such as the famous red sky at night, Matthew chapter 16, verses 3 and 4. These signs of the times are the kind of signs that Jesus wants us to be attuned to. When we see wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and all those things, well, according to verse 28 of Mark Mark 13, Those things are a bit like seeing the tender leaves of a fig tree and knowing that summer is around the corner. All that Jesus speaks of in Mark chapter 13 is painful. He prophesies family breakdown, national breakdown, international breakdown, even cosmic breakdown. This is all painful, but painful like pregnancy is painful. There is new life coming. It would be easy to read Mark chapter 13 merely as a, as a prophecy of doom, but Jesus intends something else beyond these sorrows. In verse 7, he speaks of the end. In Greek, it's the word telos, meaning goal. It's the end for which all things are made. It's coming. The end is coming. Wonderful. The universe is heading towards its goal, its end, its telos. In verse 8, he speaks of birth. Well, according to Matthew 19, verse 28, Jesus is going to bring the regeneration of all things. There's going to be birth, the new birth of the whole cosmos. In verse 26, he speaks of the cloud that he will return on. This is the cloud symbolizing the presence of the Lord with his people. Read Numbers chapter 10, for instance. It's the cloud that provides shelter by day and light and warmth uh, by night. Jesus will come back in the cloud, and neither he nor the cloud of his presence will ever leave us again. In verse 26 of Mark 13, Jesus speaks of the power and glory of the Son of Man. The whole cosmos will be shaken, yet all will reveal the one who is beauty himself, the power and glory of the Son of Man. In verse 27, Jesus speaks of summer. After the cold of winter and after the tenderness of the leaves in spring, all creation will blossom. Christ's world will flower and bear fruit. In verse 27, Jesus also speaks of gathering. As a hen gathers her chicks, Jesus will gather his people. Our lives right now are scattered in this age. We are distant from one another and we feel distant from Christ. One day he will gather us. How will this happen? 
Well, Jesus is the true temple torn down. He's the head of creation taken down to the tomb. Yet from there he rises. And for those who come into Christ, he becomes their safe house. And now the end will be summer, rebirth, gathering, the cloud of his presence and the power and glory of the Son of Man. If you follow the signs of the times, you will realize that this dark night may be awash with blood, but it will give way to a glorious dawn.